Kia ora and welcome to Jules from NZ, a podcast from a Kiwi chick, chocker with roleplay gaming chat and world lore of the most fantasy place ever, Aotearoa, New Zealand. Chur. Kia ora, tēnā koutou katoa. Hello and welcome back to all of you to Jules from NZ. Kei te pehe koutou, how are you all? Kei te pai, I'm good. Although I am a little sad today. Uh, I ha- I've been playing some hard games recently. Um, some some hard games in terms of things are ending, things are wrapping up things that we've been doing for a very long time. I know I know I've talked to you before about how Fate of Eisen is uh a podcast I've been working on for the last sort of four years is is ending and wrapping up. But last night I played the last game that Marley Craft, a character I've been playing for four years, who was level twenty, will ever play. It was it was her last game ever. And um it really didn't go the way I thought it would. And Mali is forever left alive, alive, but but messed up um, and guilty and feeling like she failed. And I don't know that I've ever really left a game feeling less like an adventurer and more like a failure ever before um I mean I've had plenty of games where I've had to leave because of scheduling problems or leave because my ex-boyfriend was the DM and he killed me um and none of those feel as bad as this feels yep so and I don't really know what to do with that feeling because that's it right like that's that's the last thing she will ever do. That is the last things she will ever say. That is the last time I will ever be Molly Craft. And that is that is how it is. And yeah, feels bad, man. Uh and I don't know how to deal with that. I actually spent last night crying. Uh and feeling um, anxious and guilty and and angry and upset and disappointed and and just grieving um, for everything you know like uh, I got like two hours sleep so if this if this podcast seems kind of weird and crazy um, and and a bit too emotional that is that is why um, yeah it was it was it was intense um, so I could really. You really use some uh, some cheering up about that. I don't even know how you cheer me up about that, but um, yeah, uh, maybe tell me some strategies on how to how to get past this feeling of I failed um, because it's it's awfully hard for me right now to distinguish between Molly and me. Because ultimately I'm playing the character. It was my choices that made her feel like a failure. So that means I failed. And and right now that feels feels pretty like 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 real. 
Like, this wasn't just a fantasy game. This was something more real to me than that. And, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm rambling now. Any, anyway, uh, it's done. And, and as we know, a, a done bun can't be undone. And, and that's just facts from Terry Pratchett. Um, good man. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been rough lately. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, I wish I could go back to the simpler days of, of fighting fantasy and dying several times and not really caring. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, um, speaking of fantasy, uh, there's some amazing folk that have, uh, something to say about my last episode, um, and fighting fantasy. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it to them to cheer you guys up a bit because this, ooh, this was a depressing start. Hey there, Jules. In my excitement to leave you a message, I accidentally recorded the messages on my own show. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, why is this message going over a minute long? Then I realized... I'm an idiot. <laughs> so that was an amazing episode on ponies and fighting fantasy. Yeah, I absolutely had a blast running through Death Trap Dungeon with you. You did an amazing job. Your voices were awesome. You did such a fantastic job of bringing the adventure to life. Super evocative. Ah, it was so much fun. Yeah, 10 out of 10 for sure. Five out of five pieces of cheese from the blind rat. You know, 10 out of 10 swords. Whatever you want to give Fighting Fantasy and Death Trap Dungeon, I am on board. I can't wait to do another one. I'm just thinking about the process of writing a book like that, and it's it's daunting. Ian Livingston is a boss. All right, now let me call in my uh, vote. Kiara Jules. Sorry to hear you haven't been feeling well. I'm glad to hear you're feeling a bit better now. Um, so cool to hear you're getting into fighting fantasy and you can get hold of those books. Um, what a way to start. Death Trap Dungeon was my favourite back in the day. Um, and don't worry about cheating. If you haven't cheated at fighting fantasy, then you haven't played fighting fantasy. I used to use something called the five-finger technique. So, you know, if you made any really bad decisions, you could just rewind and i also used to play those games at school uh, when i should have been reading real books so i've actually played without rolling any dice but you know anything goes as long as you're having fun um i'm just about to dive into episode two of the my little pony adventures so uh yeah take care Cheer. Chur to you too, Spencer. Uh, it's Spencer of Keep Off the Borderlands, of course. Um, and uh, before him was uh, Joey of Hindsightless. You'll hear his voice again on this podcast um, a couple of times. No, just one, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, thanks, dudes. I, it honestly was a great time. And I, I just haven't been back to BD&D yet to buy more. Because <laughs> it, 
it's happening. Um, I would actually really love a recommendation of what the next one or two should be. Um, they are 25 bucks. I'm not going to be able to buy them all anytime soon, but I definitely would love to hear which one you think I should read next. Um, and even if there's, um, you know, something else out there like that, I actually really enjoyed that. And it sort of made me wonder if I should go back to this thought I had well, like a year ago when we were in crazy lockdown, maybe longer than that ago, um, where I bought randomly some um, solo play stuff off RPG drive through that I've never actually played. Um, it made me think of that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should go back to that and, and have another look at that. Um, and the one-on-one game that I was playing with Joey at one point um, because we had all the time in the world back then and – uh, that I really enjoyed, actually. I should find these things and pick them up and, and play again. I think I think playing more games with people would cheer me up because RPG has never failed to make me feel good, even though RPG is the thing that is making me feel bad right now. Um, it's it's also the the solution to the problem. And luckily for me, I actually have uh, what I am sure t- will be an amazing game tonight. Um, I'm jamming it, so of course it's no. <laughs> of course it's going to be amazing. Um, I hope it's going to be amazing with the mood that I'm in. Normally, I do not let my mood dictate what happens in a game. I I am very uh, consummate professional. I put on the face and I put on the act and I make sure everybody else has a great time because ultimately, it's not about me. It's not about my story. It's not about the things that I want to tell or say or whatever. It's about them and and the game they they want to play and show interest in and what 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 happens with them and and what they can do and and just the opportunities that I put in front of them so it's really important to me that they have the best of me every time we play so um that'll be good for me actually because they always cheer me up never fail to cheer me up um even when I've had a bad day at work or something like that I get home and sort of you know you're always like oh god how am I going to be today Um, I've had a crap day and then about five minutes into it I'm laughing my ass off again and I've completely forgotten that I had a crappy day because um, my players are amazing and I love them all dearly so um, I'm looking forward to that Um, I'm also looking forward to uh, the next uh, parts of this episode I've already recorded them but I'm looking forward to them for you because uh Coming up in the rest of this episode, we have the next parts of the Pony Adventure and you get to hear from some pretty cool people about um, what they hope uh, happens for our ponies, which is which is pretty cool. Thanks for people who are calling in and getting engaged. That's really awesome. Um, I love that. I appreciate that. So that's cool. Um, yeah, and, and also, um, Spence, yeah, I, I haven't been very well. Um I can kind of talk about it a bit more now because I feel a bit better. Um, I basically ended up in a hospital for intense migraines. Yeah, they're no joke. Um, I sort of always thought like a migraine was just kind of a worse headache. Like people use it like that, right? Like the term like that um, and, and it's not a thing. No, migraines are horrible. Um, I was I was doing my best impression of an exorcist, um, throwing up everything and not being able to keep anything down. They actually tried seven times to put the IV line in me because I was so dehydrated. Um, they had to get an ultrasound machine. Um, 
to find veins in order to be able to put an IV line into me in order to get fluid into me in order for me to even start feeling better and stuff. And the health system is no joke over here at the moment. Obviously, it's no joke anywhere, right? Like COVID has affected everything. But I waited for nine hours in the waiting room while screaming basically the entire time because my head hurt so much. And they wouldn't give me anything for it while I was in the waiting room because they wanted the doctors to see me. So waiting nine hours and then I was basically in hospital for, I don't even know, like eight 12, somewhere around there. I was in overnight, you know, I, I, I sort of slept an hour or so finally and then someone would wake me up and check on me and give me some more pills to take and things like that. But um, so since then I, I, I'm, I'm better. Um, I, I, my head still kind of hurts all the time. I struggle watching screens at the moment. Um, I have to be really careful with my D&D games. I, I don't do any screen watching or anything on the day that I have a D&D online game because I'm, I'm saving up all of that screen time for when I need it. Um, and watching movies gives me like motion sickness, which is fun. Um, so I can only watch like bits of TV at a time, which is a shame because I've got lots of cool episodes. I was sort of halfway through watching, but that's fine. Um, yeah, like we're finally getting around to watching Westworld, which is incredible and amazing. Um, and now I can watch like about 10 minutes before I feel sick. So it's annoying, but I'm dealing. Uh, the doctor recommended that I do like a headache diary uh, where I basically record things that aggravate me, um, like why my, when my headache was worse, what I was eating that day, what I was doing that day, um, seeing if we can find any trends. I haven't actually had a coffee or um, an alcoholic drink in nearly four weeks now, I guess. Yeah, it'll be coming up. Um, so that's kind of suck, um, especially seeing as I'm recording this on um, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and that's usually my favorite because I really love um, Irish whiskey, like obviously Jameson's, yes. Um, obviously um, getting a Guinness in you is great, but I also really love, and I have been to this cute little um, distillery, working proper distillery, because you go to the Jameson's distillery and um, it's not re like it is kind of a distillery, but it's more of a tourist trap, right? Like they show you how the thing is made by working, walking through this perfect museum of like, y you know, like old tools that they used to use and old photos of what the factory used to look like. And, you know, you can run your hands through some, some grain and stuff, which is similar to what they use to make the actual um, Jamesons and stuff. But once you walk through this basically museum, um, which is cool and it's awesome and you should definitely go. Um, there's like tasting and you can taste all the different like types of Jamison's whiskey, which was really fun and I really enjoyed that and I drank every single piece of it, including other people's that they didn't like. Um, and then there's a wicked restaurant there and we had like this amazing like Jamison's marinated steak and, and mashed potatoes and stuff and it was, it was just divine and incredible and it was amazing, right? But – it's not a real distillery. So I went to um, – I actually went to um, 
Dublin and Belfast. I went to Belfast because I had a friend who lived over there. Still does, actually. She lives over there. I don't even know if she listens to this, but hi, Lynn, just in case you do. Um, and uh, I wanted to visit, like, the Titanic Museum um, and some other places and uh, the Giant's Causeway. And um, I also uh, wanted to do the the trip around Belfast and learn about the history and the wars and the, you know, the that was intense. Uh, and crazy, but really, really cool. Um, but one of the things I did there was out by the Giant's Causeway is this cute little distillery called the Bushmills Distillery. And that's actually a working distillery. Where they take you, you have to be really careful to stay to like the gangplanks and stuff. They show you the the you know, the whole process, like where they're brewing the grains and where they're bottling and, and you, it's so loud and crazy and, and people walking around everywhere and you're kind of like peering off into the distance to see people like stirring things and stuff. It's like awesome, like proper working distillery and then you get to go into the bar and do the taste testing again and and buy some and stuff. We got stuck there for a while because there's only like one I don't know if this was a joke, but the guy from the Bushmills distillery told us there was only like one working taxi in the entire of this place. I can't even remember what the town was called, but it's such a small wee little town um near the Giants Causeway, um, where it's located. Um, and we wanted to take the taxi from the distillery to the Giants Causeway um, because it was pouring down with rain, uh, like absolutely pelting down. The weather was disgusting. Um, and um, and he was like, yeah, that's fine. We can call the taxi for you, but it might be a while because, like, he's the only taxi and he's busy t- right now. Um, so we were like, oh, okay. So we just sat in the lobby of this distillery, and one of the things they have there for the guests when it's like cold and miserable and stuff is they make like hot toddies with the Bushmills whiskey and they gave us all a hot toddy and my friends tasted it and they went okay that's disgusting because they they, they're not really a whiskey drinkers the only reason we were there is because I am and I'm obsessed um and so I ended up drinking three hot toddies and then we were there long enough they offered us another round (laughs) So I was like in heaven. Um, I was I was well through my fifth hot toddy uh, when the fa- when the um, taxi finally turned up. I was having a great time. I was singing and like just happy and warm and everything. I went to the Giants Causeway and I uh, was fighting the wind and I remember screaming into the wind. It's really impressive there. It's it's very intense. Um, uh, these massive like stone, um, you know. Uh, obelisks I don't even know what they're called like just you know um, natural creations that look like they've been placed there by giants you know like it it doesn't look natural it's it's crazy it looks like it's been you know chipped out by by giant hands or whatever it's it's cool like definitely worth the visit um I remember screaming at it you call this wind where I come from in Wellington New Zealand we have wind that's harder than this. And the wind is like pushing me off the stones. I'm fighting to stay on there. And I'm like, yeah, come at me, bitch. Because I was like so drunk on hot toddies. Um, yeah, it was a great day. Great day. Uh, so, 
usually on St. Paddy's, I would go find myself a bar and I would buy myself a Bushmills and I would, you know, reminisce about all of that and, um, you know, have fun with my friends and, and make sure that they were all drinking actual Irish alcohol. Um, it always annoys me when people are like, you drink whiskey on St. Paddy's Day, right? What does it matter what whiskey it is? Well, it does. If it's like Scottish whiskey, you're drinking the wrong thing. Don't do that. That's that You're bad. Um, and for those of you who want like uh, a non-alcoholic drink, go find some Iron Brew. That 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 shit will put hairs on your chest. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm <laughs> to wrap all of that up. Where am I going with this? God, I'm a mess today. Um, to wrap all of that up, I'm not not drinking. I'm not having coffee. I'm not really even having a whole lot of sugar and stuff because the doctor said that might trigger it. Um, just kind of waiting. I was waiting the month basically to see what happened and also because it's entirely possible that uh, a monthly cycle might have something to do with it. So so fun news, I might get it again in uh, a few days. So I guess we'll see about that. And my two hours sleep last night being upset about the game that we played is probably not going to help that. So the plan is tonight, play a game, cheer myself up with playing with amazing players, um, go to bed, sleep, and, and maybe try that again tomorrow and feel better. Yeah, that's my plan. Uh, I hope it works. Um, Happy St. Patrick's Day. I feel like it's kind of appropriate. I'm almost sort of miserable on St. Patrick's Day and talking about drinking, you know. Did I do Patty's Day right? I am also wearing a bright green jersey, so I feel like that's appropriate too. Yeah, well, yeah. Happy St. Patty's Day anyway, St. Patrick's Day out there. Um, I hope you're celebrating cheerier than I am. I know Jason was. Because you can go listen to a four-hour episode of an early St. Patrick's Day celebration where he just got drunk as hell and had a great time talking RPG. Where was my invite, Jason? I didn't even know this was happening. Rude. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, love to you all. Uh, I will let past Julia continue with the rest of this episode because she's in a better mood because she's playing ponies. My little pony, my little pony, what is friendship all about? My little pony, my little pony, friendship is magic. Okay, folks, we're back with My Little Pony. So to remind you of what was happening, um, we had gone to the library to research uh, some information about this dragon uh, hopefully find some um, some insights into why it might have been raging around. And we did. Uh, we found uh, in the history books, basically, that uh, this particular dragon had lost its main treasure once before uh, the Cinderstone. And um, it had lost it within its own caves. And once the stone was returned, it stopped being angry and rampaging. So you have that piece of information. Um, and we had... Uh, didn't want to spend too much more time like reading, um, but we knew that we should either pick up a lamp or some pony mum to help us on the quest, being that these two items are regularly like helpful um, when uh, fighting a dragon or like, you know, 
having a dragon on a rampage, basically. And so the the last place we left it was, are you choosing the lamp uh, for your equipment, putting in your inventory, or are you choosing the pony balm? So I'm just going to play some votes and let them speak for themselves. Hey, Jules, Jason here. Wow, this is a tough choice. Do we pick the lamp or do we pick the balm? The balm is going to be important if we get into fights or any of that, but the lamp, like you say, is good for searching. I am going to say we should pick the lamp. And, yeah, that's what I'm going with, the lamp. So, fingers crossed that... That'll be a good one. And I will talk to you soon. Take care. While the bomb seems more useful, I think we should decide to take the lantern. Seems the lantern has more, I guess, staying power for an item. We can use it for multiple things. Um, yeah. Maybe you can find something in the lair that can help as opposed to the pony bomb. I am choosing to go with the lantern. And Strong Oak will volunteer to carry it. I am super glad we went to the library. Found a lot of really good, useful information there. Got a piece of parchment, which is always good. You know, we got a little cinder stone illustration so we'll know what it looks like if we come across a big pile of gemstones we'll know what the cinder stone looks like and that's got to be a good advantage but you know how we'll be able to see what the drawing looks like with the lamp firebrand is all about taking that lamp he sees firebrand sees the bomb and thinks it's nice you know it'll be good if you get hurt but you're more likely to get hurt if you can't see where you're going in the dark so firebrand and my vote is for taking the lamp. Great stuff. I'm super happy you're doing this. It's really, really fun. Talk to you soon. Everybody out there, vote. Vote, people. Vote. Uh, peace out. Hey, Jules. It's BJ from the Arcane Alienist podcast. I'm really enjoying your uh, your live play of the My Little Pony role-playing game. I think that's a great, great game for getting younger kids interested in role-playing. And I think the next move the ponies should take would uh should be to get a lamp so that they can see where they're going when they go into the the dragon's uh lair um anyway it's a lot of fun keep doing it i like hearing about it thanks okay so you had four voice message votes for lamp i love lamp everybody love lamp um okay so that wasn't all of our votes though i just need to mention that i did receive three other votes uh i received a vote from morg um of diceratops podcast via messenger and he also voted for lamp uh i received a message from kp via my uh, glitter patreon discord uh for lamp and then I also received a PM from Dusty, who uh, is a big fan of Fate of Eisen, and uh, they also listen to this podcast. Um, and they PM'd me to say that they had chosen Lamp. That's right. Once again, a unanimous decision, a landslide decision. Also, 
just for the history books, seven call-ins about the same thing in one week is like more than I've ever had before. Uh, well, seven seven messages about my episode, not all call-ins obviously, but just seven messages about my episode um, in one week is 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 one for the history books. So thank you for being invested. Thank you for playing ponies. Um, you all are amazing. And I want to do a special shout out there to BJ from Arcane Alienist for um, coming and jo- joining the Jewels from NZ crew. I actually can't remember if you've ever called before. So um, thank you for listening uh, along and, and thank you for joining uh, in the fun. And um, I love that you said keep doing it. So I'm going to. I'm going to. Thanks, BJ. Thanks for the props. Um, so, okay. Like, I guess we need to find out what happens next for our ponies, right? Not wanting to lose any more time, you decide to focus on finding a lamp and adding it to our inventory. The lamp is going to be really helpful. Lights up the dark, is an an item which is really user-friendly for everybody to be able to use. And with this item acquired, it's time to start the dragon hunt for real. Let's turn to section 18. The time has come for the adventure to start in earnest. Taking a deep breath and stealing yourself, you start your journey towards the mountains. But even if the dragon is in the unicorn range, how exactly are you going to find it? And when you do find it, how will you stop it? The dragon has been causing chaos in the area for three days, but appears seemingly at random. You suppose if you wait long enough, the dragon will show up, right? But the more time you wait the more destruction the dragon might spread. You can't just wait for the dragon to drop out of the sky in front of you. The air is filled with a great terrible sound. It tears through the city's illusion of peace, echoing across Van Hoover from somewhere beyond. For a moment, it feels like your body is vibrating with the sound. And then you realize it's not just your body that's vibrating. Tremors in the ground travel through the city like waves across a beach. A deep rumbling accompanies the shaking ground, and as the noise builds, the strength of the tremors threaten to knock you off your hooves. Okay, ponies, we have our very first body test. Body test difficulty of three. So when we do these body tests, each of the ponies has to roll for themselves. This particular thing isn't a group check. It's more of a a, a friendship check. Uh, It is more of a a individual check. Now, obviously, you can spend friendship tokens in order to um, help people out if they fail with their action you can spend some friendship tokens to help get them a re-roll or help get them an automatic success Um, but you only have a limited amount of friendship tokens you actually only have um, two each as each of the ponies so you have currently a pool of six friendship points now three friendship tokens will get you just an automatic success whereas like one friendship token um, gets you just another chance so you basically get a re-roll it's kind of like inspiration Um, two friendship tokens can kind of 
like force an easier success you can roll a higher dice and the dc is a little lower or you know something like that the the little bit of the dm's discretion there but like basically that's the general gist so um i think how i'm going to run friendship tokens is if um we get a few calls about using friendship tokens um then um, we may use them if only one person calls in but nobody backs them on that decision or whatever then then nope friendship tokens don't get used um uh, and we'll kind of run it like that I'll, I'll try and remind you about um, your tokens that you have there to use um, as we do different tests and stuff but being that this is our very first test. I'm going to say uh, no friendship tokens on this one. Um, I want you guys to hold those in readiness. Um, and we're going to play our very first body test. I just wanted you to know about them so that you know that they exist. But we won't be using them on this particular row. So whatever happens, happens. Now, I've forgotten to bring my dice with me today, which is really annoying. Um, so I'm going to roll electronically, but it's just not the same. It doesn't feel the same, but, you know, we're, we're going to work it. Um, basically, I'm a, a success um, or a fail against a difficulty three. To remind you how that works is you need to roll the same as or um, higher than the difficulty test. If you roll below, that is a fail. Um, so body test. Let's look at our dice. So Thrilly Philly has a D4. This is going to be a hard one for Thrilly Philly to uh, pass. So let's roll up our D4 for Thrilly Philly. Oof, that is not good. Thrilly Philly gets a 1. Uh, that is a fail for Thrilly Philly. So uh, she is hit with... Uh, it's, it's you fail. You are unfortunately caught by surprise when the tremor hits you. Before you can react, you slip on the pavement and fall on your flank. Ouch! You pick yourself back up with no further incident, but you lose one stamina point from the fall and you have a graze on your fetlock. So, really Philly now has a graze and has lost a stamina point. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's bad news for Thrilly Philly. Hopefully uh, everybody else does better than that. Okay, we've got Strong Oak up next. Strong Oak being that Strong Oak has a very strong body. Um, strong Oak actually has a D8 um, to pass this. So hopefully uh, should, well, the odds are good for Strong Oak to pass this. So it's just all about the roll. Uh, and um, yeah, yeah, uh, Strong Oak gets a six passes it no problems so you slip and slide on the snow-covered pavement but you do manage to catch yourself without actually falling um so you're fine uh you do see your friend fall over sadness but you know and now it's firebrand's turn uh firebrand also being that they're not terribly strong in body more in mind um is a d4 so let's roll up Oof, but Firebrand gets a four, knocks it out of the park. Again, slipping and sliding on that snow-covered pavement, but does manage to catch themselves without falling. Cool. And as you do this, um, you hear another resounding roar closer this time, accompanied by the heavy beating woof, woof, 
woof of large wings. You feel the ground begin to shake again. The tremors spreading through Van Hoover once more. Tall buildings on each side of the street block your view of the skyline so that you cannot see this dragon. The end of the street opens out onto Waterfront Court, a wide open area which might give you a better view of the situation. But closer to you is an open door leading into the foyer of a hotel. It might be safer to duck inside there for now. So, do you, my ponies, head for Waterfront Court and their big wide open area giving you a better view? Or do you enter that open door leading into the foyer of a hotel, being that it might be safer to have a roof over your head right now? What will you do? Waterfront Court or hotel? Can't wait to find out. I'm so excited. I'm so loving how much um, investment you all have in our wee pony story. Yeah, keep calling in, keep messaging me. It, it really does make my day. Okay. Okay, my gems and my bronies. I think that's it for today. I want to say a big thanks to my gems. I could not do this without you. Uh, thanks to James, Jason, Barry, Lear, and K- KP, Ezekiel, and Joey. And I don't know why I mixed your two names up this week. It, it, it felt wrong. I won't do that again. Um, uh, thank you to all of my call-ins. So many call-ins. Um, there is Joey from Hindsightless. There was BJ from Arcane Alienist. There was Carl from Geomologist. There was Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. There was Spencer from Keep Off the Borderlands. I think I think that's it. I think I got them all. Did I do it all? I think I did the all. Um, and thanks to Dusty and Morg for also messaging and 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 you know being playing along. Um, if you're enjoying listening to Jules from NZ, please give the show a review on the platform of your choice it all helps or just share it with your friends and tell them to come play my pony my little pony with us um you can find me also on twitter as jules bergeser and on instagram youtube and facebook as jules from nz um come find me and message me there too uh if you are a patreon you also get access to the glitter discord which is fun so that's a thing um anyway let me get out of here because i have taken up enough of your day Inohora, kakite ano, aroha nui. Goodbye. I'll see you later. Love you lots. Mwah.